Motherfucker. The most iconic action movie trilogy since The Matrix. You have to be kidding. Kidding. John Wick. John Wick 2. And John Wick 3. Are deserving of all their praise and analysis. Today on RML, we'll be doing just that. And as always, it is a pleasure having you with us again. Bernie Bogey with you here for a special episode today. I'm going to be joined by special guest Mitchell JC, Sophie Gordon, as well as Robbie Armfield, who are all fans of the films. And we're going to be going deep on the John Wicks. I'm talking analysis, the best scenes, trivia, goofs, deleted scenes, choreography, acting, stunts, and more. One whole hour. Does, does John Wick John Wick John Wick The John Wick special Are you ready? And here we go John Wick John Wick 2 And John Wick 3 The John Wick special Yeah, not today, I don't think, hey. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. John Wick. <laughs> We're not doing that. What is John Wick, anyway? Uh, yeah, I've never seen a movie. I don't know. Why is Bernie so obsessed with doing that idea? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, literally no idea. It's, I do, like, James Bond or something like that, but I've, <laughs> I've never seen John Wick. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know if John Wick has enough fans to warrant a full whole episode. That's, like, a lot. <laughs> I'd do a trilogy. I do Frozen or something, but I don't know about this one. Who cares, yeah. anyway? Like, okay, we're yeah. not going to do that. Bernie's not even here today. He's away, yeah. so... Good point. <laughs> literally, don't expect what yeah, you so just why? heard. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> Scratch that. Sorry. All on the floor. Hey, um, how's <laughs> it going? Let's just start over, Let's maybe. start. Yeah, <laughs> rewind. Um, my name is Robbie Armfield. The show is Robbie's Modern Life. With me in the studio is Mitchell JC. Hey, welcome. And Sophie Gordon. Hey, what's up? Going to be with you for one hot hour. It's going to be a sexy hot hour today. We've got heaps of shit coming your way, including science geeks. Start your engines. Space exploration finally has an Australian arm and we're so here for it. NASA Oz has been started by a couple of young University of Canberra students who want to make their dreams of visiting outer space a reality for everyone. Brady and Nathan Michaels are still in the process of securing the trademark for the Australian branch of the famous American NASA agency, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. While they're still trying to get the proverbial rocket off the ground, there's still plenty that you can do to get behind them. There's a variety of NASA Oz t-shirts, caps and tote bags for purchase on their spot Shopify or you can directly support them via crowdfunding we'll be joined by them on air a little later in the show to find out all about their dreams of interspace travel it's gonna be really cool actually so I'm super stoked for that one NASA oh, Oz and of course Mitch something very interesting <laughs> happened over the weekend did it not went on a bit of a uh, frontier of my own actually and I um I tried uh the drug called MDMA for the first time <laughs> Really? 
help. Okay, well, yeah, how was it? <laughs> well, um, if you're wondering, if you're a first-time user like myself, uh, it was honestly really good. I, I felt so good, actually. Um, I was a little bit apprehensive beforehand, um, but I like, quickly settled into it after the, the jitters sort of, you know, ebbed away. Mm. Um, you know, I had a lot of flutters in my stomach at first, but I was actually just super happy and connected with, um, with all my friends. Um, yeah, I just loved how I felt for everyone. Yeah, this just sort of like overwhelming universal love that I had for everyone that I knew and didn't know even, to be honest. And, you know, I had the best chats with everyone that I did know and didn't know. And I danced heaps, and I was so dehydrated, though. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> yeah. So, ugh. you've had quite a time, Mitch. Last week, you tried LSD for the first time. That was a 48-hour trip, right? That's pretty unlucky. Yeah. It sounded like the trip from hell. That was pretty much the trip from hell, Rob. Um, and now, the one... next week, you've tried MDMA. You're on your own sort of personal <laughs> drug journey. And I should say, uh, your own heaven. conduct, your own opinions in this way don't necessarily reflect those of FBI as a, as as a brand or um, anything like that. No, not necessarily. This is my own personal experience um, that I'm bringing to you guys um, but yeah uh, uh, is that Molly much... is it Molly is that what they call Molly them? yeah yeah right. Molly MD uh, yeah there's a whole range of things I think it's ecstasy essentially oh yeah yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, how you yeah. felt? Is that why they call it that? I think it, it might be, to be honest. Because, so, yeah, I just loved the way it made me felt. And it was just... Uh, the best thing about it was that it was cheap as chips as well. Like, a six-pack of beer is, what, $30 and yeah. goes all of goes all of the way of three like hours, hours or night. Yeah. yeah, two hours or something. This was, like, all-night feel-good pill that was just $10. To be clear, um, this is not sort of advocating in any way for the use of this sort of stuff, right? This is uh, in no way reflective of the values of this station at all, right? This is just your personal opinion, right? <laughs> this is my own personal journey, as you mentioned. And so how are you feeling journey. today? I mean, today is what, Monday? You tried this on Thursday oh, night, right? Well, I feel absolutely rat shit today, oh, to be no. honest. <laughs> I'm not feeling good. No, I've, oh, no, I feel like a piano was just, like, dropped on my heart. <laughs> and all I can think about is, like, you know, just all the ways I've slighted people oh. over the years. And I just, uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like you guys hate me. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Mitch, honestly, no. we don't. Do we, Soph? We don't. No, no. certainly not. Oh, that puts me at such ease. Gosh, <laughs> honestly, that's... I've been feeling so bad, like, all, yeah, all of today. Like, it just felt like you hated me or something. I don't oh. know. Don't be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well hey, man, relax. It's all good. It's oh, all yeah. good. Hey, um, yeah, I, I love it. I'm probably going to get back on it as okay. soon as possible. Again, that's a personal that. journey from you, and that's a personal thing that you're saying. Yeah. Hey, so if something really interesting is happening in Warwickville, right? Yes, Warwickville, we all know it as the, the inner Sydney suburb known for its zany ideas. It's always flipping the script on cultural norms. Uh, it's got a new leisure centre opening up just this week. Yeah, it's called Reverse Zoo, and the concept has us kind of uh, scared. <laughs> it's pretty insane. Basically, you pay a $10 entry fee and you and five friends get locked in the back of a safari truck and a variety of deadly zoo animals such as lions, leopards, elephants, tigers and baboons chase the truck unleashed and unsedated. Whoa, what? Yeah, of course the results are equal parts disturbing and hilarious. So we're going to check in with the entrepreneur behind this twisted idea a little bit later in the show. Warwickville always pushing the envelope, huh? It's always flipping the script on us. Oh my god, how do they have the space for it? (laughs) It's crazy. And (laughs) woohoo! It's the iconic line from Blur's Song 2 that we all know and love and uh, ever since its release in 1997, Britpop fans have been awaiting its follow-up, these Mm. Britpop fans. 
Uh, so Blur have re- listened to our pleas and have provided a follow-up banger titled Song One. I love that. Woohoo! It's kind of like a flip, kind of like a modern flip on it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's mm. like bringing that song into like 2021 or something. Absolutely. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm so fucking here for that. Hey, yeah. Zebra, Zangoose, Xylophone, and AstraZeneca. All words featuring that most unique of English letters, the Z or Z. So unique, in fact, that the board of the Oxford English Dictionary is currently orchestrating plans to abolish it entirely from the official English vocabulary by 2022. Get this. If people start, don't start using it more. What? They're in talks with Scrabble to lower the point scoring of the letter to reverse engineer its Mm. feeling of commonality among the English-speaking population, right? So this is just one of the things they're doing. If you also don't want to see this fabulous and underutilised letter wiped off the face of the map, please contact us. We need more words created and approved this year that contain the letter Z or Z. So hit us up with your best shot. Text us on 0409 945 945. We need new words Mm. that have the letter Z in it. Or Z. Or Z. Or Z. Mm. Please, let us know. What will we do without it? Yeah, don't let it go into extinction. Just uh, f- fade away. I think it's a stupid idea, and we, but we need your help. Yeah, how can they do that? Okay, RML right now, FBI Radio. This is Erica DeCassier. De Cassier. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> oh man! Um, well, that's a sexy tune. That is that's a sexy tune. Again. Yeah, it's got me thinking of letters of words that include the letter Z, which will be abolished if we as a community don't come together and think of more words for it by 2022. As you heard before the break, there. You texting in over oh nine nine four five nine four five when you sleep. Zzz. I actually don't know if that's in the dictionary. Zzz. I think yeah. I think for to be technically a word, it needs to have a vowel somewhere in there. Oh really? Yeah, oh, I think so. Okay. That's the purpose Zowl. of Vowel, but with a Z. Zowl. Oh, like, you reckon that could be what a word? What would that be, that would, though? Yeah, I don't know what that would be. 
uh, Zanimal on the text line, somebody saying, older man in his 40s that insists on wearing snake shoes. Pizzazz. We'd like to advocate for this to systematically be used across the nation as this would increase the use of the letter Z by 57% and Damn. generally add more pizzazz to the English language. I love the, yeah, the use of the word in the d- yeah. definition. <laughs> Bang, Fantastic. Let's send that off to Oxford. Yeah. Anyway, um, we'll keep those coming. We're, we're, yeah. we're going to love to save the letter Z today. Of course, you're on Robbie's Modern Life with Sophie... Oh yeah, um, that's me, Mitchell. That's me. My name is Robbie. With us, unfortunately, not is, is Bernie, oh, but um, hopefully he's having a nice day. Um, royal, loyal, distinguished, gone. The passing of Prince Philip of the UK has left many of us shattered and unsure of how to go on, putting on brave faces for our daily obligations, but hurting on the inside. His funeral on Saturday provided a semblance of closure for royalists and monarchists alike. Although the invite list was pretty much as exclusive as it gets, FOMO no more, we have the scoop for you. The crowd was about as star-studded as it gets, with Dua Lipa, Julia Roberts, CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, all in attendance. Of course, also in attendance were the royal twins themselves, Prince Harry and Prince William, and it's clear that the relationship is far from rosy. This is actually pretty crazy. Someone in attendance at the royal funeral managed to record the two princes going at it. Holy shit. This is leaked audio of the twins, Prince Harry and Prince William, at the funeral itself. Let's take a listen. This is far from rosy. See you made a brother, and you know, glad you can be here. It's good to see you. Good to see you. How, how's, how are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Mm. How's, the, how's the flight over? You had to get the jab, did you? Got the jab first class, yeah, no, nothing to worry about. Anyway, how's that bitch wife of yours? Oh, fucking hell. You would devolve to this. Yeah, fuck. No, speak up, man. I can't hear over the fucking bagpipes. I, can, I can't hear a fucking thing over this procession. I'm sure it's nasty, what you've said. You oh, it's very, it's very nasty, mate. In fact, it's the nasty... I called your wife a bitch, mate. <laughs> a fucking bitch. Oh, of course, yes. And yours isn't? Do you still like bending over for the queen, you daft cunt? Fuck you. I hope that I hope your Netflix payout can... Oh, oh get no. you a bed Oh, no, it does. Oh, it pays quite handsomely. Oh, it does. Does it? Yes. I haven't oh, seen yes. a fucking single movie from your stupid production bullshit. Oh. <laughs> Well, it's very informative, actually, and it pays well, so, yeah, go, uh, you know... God, why don't you do a fucking piece on the royal family, you cuck? Who's the cuck, mate? You're bending over the queen to fuck you from behind. Oh, God, well, I'm... You know what happened between you and Prince Philip, anyway? You want me, you want me to link that to they the media? You want me to... Oh, 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 sorry. As soon as I'm king, the first thing I'm doing is off with your head. Boys, boys, please be quiet. It is my husband's funeral, please. Have some composure. Respect the occasion. So, sorry, Grant. Yeah, of course. Sorry. Yeah, look, it's safe to say the relationship is far from cordial. Mm. That was that was nightmarish audio. Oh, yeah, it really was. 
Yeah, the twins oh, fired isn't the only thing to turn heads in the ceremony. The yeah. vehicle responsible for transporting the dead Prince Philip's body has quite the remarkable backstory. Far from a regular boring old hearse, Prince Philip spent decades of his life designing and engineering his own bespoke vehicle to convey his very own coffin when his funeral day finally came. Now, if you're anything like us, this machine has confused, aroused and intrigued. Never fear, we've done some digging for you. Here is what we know about the Prince's pimped-up hearse. Buckingham Palace says the Duke started collaborating on the project with Land Rover 18 years ago. The vehicle allegedly began as a Land Rover Defender TT5 130 cab chassis manufactured at Land Rover's Solely Hull factory in 2003. The open-top rear section of the vehicle was custom-made to the Duke's precise specifications. The Duke oversaw modifications throughout the intervening years, designing that open-top rear and special stops as well to secure his coffin in place. And he also is responsible for the request for the vehicle to be repainted that iconic dark bronze green, a colour used for military Land Rovers. Beautiful. (laughs) There are so many different uh, quintessentially British car brands to choose from, including, but not limited to, the Mini Cooper, Jaguar, Aston Martin, Bentley, Rolls-Royce, the list goes on. So why did the Duke choose Land Rover? Good question, Mitch. Well, Land Rover have a very long relationship with the royal family, dating back to King George VI, who actually secured the Land Rover company as the official supplier to the royal family. That's so, Sophie. Yeah. um, The US automotive website uh, Car and Driver actually wrote that the Duke owned, leased, or drove one of every single generation of the company's more upmarket Range Rover, stretching all the way back to its launch in the 1970s. He must have just loved that type of car. And this hearse certainly isn't the first time the Sir Duke's love for Land Rovers have made the news. In 2016, the Duke chauffeured President Barack Obama and his wife to lunch at Windsor Castle in a Range Rover. In 2019, the Duke was also driving a Land Rover when he was involved in a crash that injured two women. (laughs) Wow. Oh, dear. Yikes. Yeah, it's alleged that one of the Duke's last requests was to just stick me in the back of a Land Rover and drive me to Windsor in the eventual case of his untimely death. It appears as though his last wishes were honoured, and what a good choice that was. It was seemingly approved by everyone, even the Prime Minister Boris Johnson communicated his support for this request. Yeah, he said that vehicle's unique and idiosyncratic silhouette reminds the world that he was, above all, a practical man who could take something very traditional, whether a machine or indeed a great national institution, and find a way by his own ingenuity to improve it and adapt it for the 20th or the 21st century. So that's what Mr Boris Johnson said. Mm. Now, actually a bit weird to be honest, but after the vehicle had dropped off the body and the driver was heading back to the garage, the Royal Land Rover hearse actually got pulled over. The presiding police officer specifically cited the reason for stopping was that the car was playing Pony Boy by Sophie. Pony. Serious. Boy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Pretty weird. Yeah. Getting pulled over. It's the sound you never want to hear. We want to know from you, what song has gotten you pulled over by the fuzz? Text in on 0409 945 945. What song has gotten you pulled over by the fuzz? <laughs> Text in. <laughs> That's the sound you never want to hear. Mm. What song? Robbie's Modern Life right now, FBR Radio. See you in a moment. This is Himera. Probably like F the police or something. Oh, probably. Hey, that's a good one. Yeah.
Rainbow by Himera. FBI Radio, 94.5 FM right now, listening on the radio, listening online, listening back on the podcast. The show, of course, is Robbie's Modern Life. I'm Robbie Armfield. With me is Mitchell JC. Hey, guys. And Love Sophie that. Gordon. Yeah, I'm here. And a thank you to our super producer, Bernie Bolgier, that's coming with us today. Hey, um, it's the sound you basically never want to hear, right? Yeah, it's actually pretty fucked. Uh, The fuzz, a.k.a. the cops, on your tail, ready to pull you over and caution or arrest you for a multitude of possible reasons. The reasons could be simple, such as speeding or a broken taillight, or complex, such as cell phone use, questionable activities, firearms, or even the music that is playing from your car's sound system. Mm. One of the most surefire ways to attract the fuzz's attention is playing provocative music out of your car. It can be a dead giveaway to your character, what you may be like as a person and a driver, and possible activities such as traffic or criminal offences that you are predisposed to commit. Before the break, we asked you, what song has made you get pulled over by the fuzz, or cops, when it's blasting through your car speakers? You've gotten in touch, and the answers may shock you. These are the music to get pulled over by. in Colorado, you've gotten in touch. It's not just the fire beat and undeniable bars dropped by Mr. Khalifa that sets off alarm bells for the fuzz. The mere mention of the colours black or yellow booming from your car sound system is indisputably guaranteed to raise a red flag and get you pulled over. This is exactly what happened to me. I played this fucking song and got pulled over and fined. Worst night of my life. That is wild. Thanks for getting in touch, Stephanie and Coleroy. And this one's from Patricia in DY, actually, so thanks for getting in touch. Also, early hours of a Sunday morning cruising down Cleveland Street, Bodak Yellow is blasting. Little did I know, this would soon become the worst night of my life. I'm an Uber driver, and I just picked up three women from the Lord Gladstone and dropping them to Paddington. Of course, they wanted to connect the orcs, uh, so why would I object? Bodak Yellow is a banger. You know what follows. I barely make it 500 metres down Cleveland Street before the blue and red lights start flashing. $300 fine, one-star rating, and banned from Uber for life. That's unbelievable, to say the least. Hello, bitch, you can fuck with me if you wanted to. These expensive, these is red bottoms. Wow. Oh, that's a rough night. Shit! Shit! <laughs> That's going to happen. 
That's going to happen. We asked you what songs got you pulled over by the fuzz on the text line 0409 945 945. Keep those coming. This one coming in from Miguel. On the worst day of my life, I was picking up my son from school, listening to my favourite song, I See Red by the Split Ends. Love that track. And I got pulled over right out front of the school. The policeman... That's basically what probably what happened. <laughs> the policeman specifically told me not to listen to Split Ends ever again and confiscated the CD as well. Oh, oh, no. What is it, 1984 all yeah. over again? Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. <laughs> hey, Matt in Petersham's also gotten in touch. We asked you, what song's gotten you pulled over by the fuzz? And Matt has come through. He said, I really love this band called The Gang of Youths. I was having the day from hell, driving from my ex-wife's house in Newcastle back home to Sydney. So I decided to put on my favourite song to cheer me up. Within mere seconds of pressing play on The Gang of Youths, the fuzz is on my tail, slapping me with a $500 fine, three demerit <gasps> points, and my Gang of Youths CD incinerated. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What do you mean incinerated? Oh. I don't know. Oh, Matt, I don't, don't know. He's what? got to get in touch with us again, and you've got to clarify. What <laughs> give us happened. the full story, Matt oh, and Petersham. Give us a fucking call, dude, because we need to know what are police carrying? Are the fuzz carrying around portable incinerators these days? Yeah. Jesus what, Christ! Light it on fire! <laughs> oh my God! Hey, Brianna got in touch as well, right? Oh, Mitch? Yeah, she did. Uh, she's. It's a short and sweet one. I got pulled over this morning listening to Tones and I on the radio. That sucks. It's a sound you never want to hear. It's a sound you never want to hear. I mean, the tone's a nice song as well, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Uh, You know what I'm talking about. We like to have fun. We like to have fun. (laughs) Only kidding. Yeah, I would have pulled her up on that one. (laughs) Lewis and Waterfalls got in touch, of course. Yeah, Lewis, thanks so much. Uh, Lewis has said, every time I listen to Liquid D&B, I get arrested by the Highway Patrol. Do you reckon there's any causality there? It's hard to say. That one, that one's so contextless. It's like and that he could he just gets be arrested as well. I, yeah. Getting to, arrested. To be clear, we want songs that like getting you pulled over. I guess. Yeah, specific. Yeah. Honestly, when I'm at the end of my like a clip, sometimes on YouTube, it'll just play that. So it could be anything. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I get what you mean. Hey, um, somebody else got in touch here. Another Darren. Darren in the gong. My Bloody Valentine. Oh, oh my God. That, that's it. Short and sweet. The fuzz, I get pulled over with My Bloody Valentine. <laughs> Holy shit. That. That's the sound I you never want to hear. <laughs> They're back. Searing guitars, ethereal melodies, plodding bass, rollicking drums. It's all there, and it's all awesome. My Bloody Valentine are now back on all streaming services, and we're here for it. Listen to their early EPs, their Loveless album, and their most recent MBV in full quality right now. Remastered, and we're here for it. My Bloody Valentine available now.
Hermit's Cave by Cass McCombs from his beautiful album Wits End. RML, a.k.a. Robbie's Modern Life right now on FBI Radio, 94.5 FM. Listening back on the podcast, g'day. Listening online, hello. Um, of course, with me, naturally, is uh, Sophie Gordon. Yes, naturally, I'm here. And Mitchell J.C. Artificially. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Synthetic Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of, course, of course, my name is Robbie, and uh, regular contributor Bernie is unfortunately not here with us right now. And uh, look, hey, we miss him. <laughs> nah. Let's get to the point. <laughs> I miss <laughs> you. <laughs> now, scumbag. Yeah, <laughs> scumbag. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Come Just back. <laughs> we love you. Um... <laughs> we asked you before the break about um, what um, songs got you pulled over by the fuzz and that sort of stuff. So that sort of shit we're going to get back to very soon. But um, mm-hmm. have you ever wished you were flying the wall to some of the greatest events of modern history? I have. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have. You guys? Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Well, wall. yeah. A 3D modeling and animation company, PixL, has recently created an amazing piece of art. It lives somewhere between a show and a first-person perspective journey. It provides just this experience. You're on the wall for this shit. You, as the protagonist, will be present for the genesis of just the most famous band of all time, The Beatles. The Beatles. It's been a It's called Mop Top Academy and it centres around the fictional early schooling years of the Beatles as they navigate their way through homework, brutal hazing, young love and the teething problems faced by the formation of the now iconic band. The show is completely compatible with VR and is actually even the intended viewing platform. Most interestingly of all, though, uh, the show puts you in the boots of a student at the school uh, so that you will be interacting with the Beatles as though you were any other one of the myriad of people in history that did so and uh, will be referred to as a non throughout the game. Mm, That's right. So, like, you are the protagonist. You are a non as the show. And this is why it navigates this really interesting terrain. Mm. It's not a game. It's not quite a show. It's sort of like a really interesting mixture Mm. where you're witnessing the world. I don't know. You know Let's Plays? Yeah. Like on YouTube and stuff, people yeah, play course. games. Yep. It's Twitch. almost like that, but it's like a yeah. whole show. It's oh, really man. fantastic. And yeah. guys, seriously, the cast is completely star-studded with British icons. And look, I actually had the privilege <laughs> of talking with the central character of the unique show, actor and all-round beautiful human, India Rose. You, she's such oh. a sweetheart, gorgeous inside and out. Seriously. Yeah, we've, yeah. we've got so much time for her. Here is, here is my chat with India Rose right now from the brand new show, Mop Top Academy, streaming next week on Stanflex. <laughs> India Rose, the actress playing the principal in Mop Top Academy. How are you? What a joy to have you. Oh, thank you. It's a great day here in Liverpool. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Are you happy with the final product, Mop Top Academy? Yeah, honestly, it's mostly great. I think I performed really well, and that's been captured by the motion capture excellently. Of course, I'm obsessed with the music and the formative story of the Beatles. It's just such a thrilling tale. I wish you'd shut up, yeah. 
twist that shout, oh yeah. Wow, that's quite a set of pipes you've got on you, John. You ever thought about singing? I have, but I need someone who can play guitar. Do you know anyone? Matter of fact, I do. Me. Well, Jesus Christ, you want to have a jam and see what comes of it? Anon, are you free to grab my guitar out of the car? Here, take these keys and grab the drums too. We'll see if we can find someone who plays them. Uh, okay. Come on, Anon, let's go. Uh, sure. Now remember, boys, all you need is love. Now have a lovely day. Motion capture. Okay, I didn't really notice your character's visual presence throughout the show. Mostly your involvement appears to be over the PA system broadcast throughout the school. Yeah, it's such a fun technique. I love when the showrunners are, you know, brimming with creativity for love of different forms of storytelling. It comes from the formation of the Beatles and it doesn't get more physical than this. Now, we obviously have to ask you about the cast, India Rose. What an incredible cast. I know. Literally so stoked to be part of such an inspiring group of creators. Uh, we all have uh, children of the actual Beatles involved on screen in some way, which is just gives a piece of lived authenticity, uh, the way we couldn't replicate otherwise. Benedict Cumberbatch, he's also such a fun guy to be around on set, and the list goes on. I mean, it was an absolute joy. Oh, God, I've got maths class now. Do you want to blow it off and smoke this reefer with me, Anon? Hey, put that crap out. We don't want to get expelled. Oh, you're getting a load of this, Anon. This guy's scared of missing out on his education. I'm going to be a rock star one day like Ed Sheeran. I don't know how to multiply digits. I just need to know where to put them. That's feral, John. And Anon doesn't need to hear your foul mouth. Hey, Paul, Anon can think for themselves, can't you, Anon? Come on, screw off, Master. Let's go smoke this thing. Oh, mighty me. Come together. And smoke this fucking reefer. Fuck ya. We heard that something kind of awkward happened between you and Tom Felton, the actor who famously played Draco Malfoy, on set when he popped by. Just wow, India Rose. (laughs) Yeah, guilty, I know. It's uh, super awkward. Super awkward time on set. Just uh, happy to be part of the whole thing, to be honest. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a funny guy, though. It, uh, it's fine. A little birdie told he might be pressing charges. Oh, <laughs> I hope not. Morning, boys. Another day at the Mop Top Academy. Hope it goes well for you. Oi, wake up, Anon. You took that hit hard, mate. That was brutal to watch your first fight. It was embarrassing to be seen with you after you got flattened like that. Bet you wish you were Harry Potter or something and could just Wingardium Leviosa out of here, Anon. Can't speak, Anon. Fair enough. Don't try to get up. You took that hit really hard. Anytime you feel the pain, hey to refrain. Is that anything, Paul? I've got a melody in my head. Do you want to go lay that down out back? Hey, Anon. Why don't you grab the keys and the guitar out of the car and meet us at the jam space? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, sure. Uh. India Rose, how do you reconcile some of the cultural inaccuracies of the show? Do you think that the show has license to be more liberal with the script considering it's a fictional universe? For instance, Harry Potter didn't even exist during the Beatles era. From my brief conversations with the creators about this, uh, they really hadn't thought too much about it. Uh, mostly were concerned with connecting with the youth of today. And yeah, it, it's just a fun show and I, I hope you enjoy it. Okay, can we talk about the impertinence of this show? Blowing off class to smoke weed, pantsing students and photographing them, shooting fireworks out of Ringo's ass. This should have a different classification, at least M, don't you think? Oh my God, I, I hope the kids don't get any ideas. Oh, India Rose, your performance was just spellbinding. Thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It's a beautiful connect to you down in Sydney from here in Liverpool. One plus two 
Oh, jeez. Hey, Anon. This mass class is really hard, isn't it? I'm having trouble. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm... I'm... I'm Ringo, by the way. Ringo Starr. Huh. Hey, cool her. Thanks. You should come down with us sometime. Me and the boys have made a group called the Quarrymen. You know John and Paul? Yeah. Shh. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. You'll, you'll fit right in. All you have to do is grab the keys and the guitars and the drums from the car. Made us run back by the trolleys. We're going to jam the night away. Oh. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Rock and roll. Hey. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Totaled Angelica by Alicia Crampton Chukwamia. Robbie's Modern Life right now, FBR Radio 94.5 FM. And of course, you heard my chat with the ever graceful India Rose, actress extraordinaire before the break there. One of the key characters in the new show Mop Top Academy, it's on Stanflix. Really unique style, sort of like a combination of POV, VR, um, I don't know how to describe it. I'm, I'm struggling how to describe it. Yeah. I mean, you guys have seen bits, so what do you think? It's like a <laughs> personal perspective journey, yeah. I suppose, through um, through like a formative part of history, I guess, isn't it? It's, oh, I'll say, yeah. So it's it's the the formative years of the band The Beatles when they're at school together, kind of a fictionalised um, play, uh, yeah, version of that, and you right. are involved in it. They throw you <laughs> right in. You're kind of... Uh, viewing it through a POV um, as a character called Anon. That's how they refer to you, right? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Interactive, would you say? Yeah, vaguely yeah. interactive. Um, yeah. yeah, Sophie, it's vaguely interactive. I think, I think you know, Mitch, I want to ask you about the VR. You're, mm. you're more technically minded. Yeah. You're the most technically minded guy of the show. I mean, oh, I personally <laughs> don't know much about this stuff. Yeah, okay. Um, I've, I found it to be not so VR as almost quite stunted in one area you know you sort of can't move your head that around there's a really intense vignette that makes it such that you can only Mm. sort of look in this Mm. one it looks like almost like a tv can you talk us through what that's going on yeah i didn't notice until you brought that up actually rob the the other sort of Black uh, for anyone who doesn't know the vignette, sort of like a blackness, I suppose, is it encompassing Shadow. the sides mm. of yeah. the thing? Mm. Yeah, and so I think 
the idea is that you've got VR and you can look around this yes. world that you're interacting with. But really, you've sort of only got, like, I think maybe the aspect ratio of, is, like, you know, sort of 16 by 10-ish. Yeah, okay. But the whole overall area that you can look around is, like, maybe a few inches further across than that. Hmm. So you can sort of oh. swivel your head, pivot maybe a few inches, but really okay. you're pretty f- focused on the centre of the screen. Because I was going to say, like, you, I think w- when you say VR, you'd think it'd be kind of a 360-degree um, immersive experience, but this is quite a limited range of motion, right? Yeah. yeah it's quite sort small. Of, yeah, exactly. So you can feel sort of your head jerk. Um, okay. You know, it's almost like violently jerked to look at the different characters as they speak, um, or it's taking in mm. all of those characters. You don't get a whole lot of agency. Um, I don't so want to focus so much on the negatives, though. I, okay. I do want to make clear that this is a great show. Yeah. Um, and India's acting is sublime. Well, she is a sweetheart. <laughs> okay, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've loved her in everything else she's done, and I've loved her in this. Um, I think, you know, she does so well. But, um, you know, and the Beatles story, of course, the three mop-top lads from Liverpool, you know, they're making their way to the top through Hamburg, through the streets of, you know, New York City. It's such a wonderful story. And to see it be played out in this kind of school time, zone it's just mm. fucking crazy it's so cool <laughs> to be quite honest anyway um let's not get bogged down let's uh, let's move on here yeah um it looks as though again this might be another question for you mitch um uh the 3d graphics look a bit aged oh right yeah they do they do look a bit aged yeah uh yeah kind of like it looks limit- like ps1 or something <laughs> it does look like that i don't know yeah they say t- they talk about motion capture in there but honestly let's not yeah. let's not get bogged down let's, let's not, not get bogged let's down, not get right? bogged down you know let's not get bogged down with all that Now, uh, this segment right now is one that Mitch has been looking to do for some time. Oh, Finally right. had the opportunity now that we can all be back in the studio following so many restrictions being lifted, of course. COVID, it's that scary word. Uh, Passed it all over the news, all through your various media feeds. Conservation is ruined and riddled by it, of course, that sort of yes. thing. Um, Mitch, talk us through what you want to do here today. Um, okay, so this was a survival guide uh, for for Sydney quarantine survival guide. You this wrote. is essentially what it is. Yeah, so uh, okay. it's all like quarantining doesn't have to be all bad um, okay. in our time in quarantine. Uh, I've tested out what works and what doesn't, and um, to make the time go faster and better. And um, yeah, this is my survival guide. Obviously, I couldn't do it previously because I wasn't able to come into the studio uh, to deliver it. But now that restrictions are lifted and COVID's pretty much, you know... Okay, hit us. Hit us. So so you can come in the studio and tell us this redundant information. (laughs) (laughs) None of us are doing this shit. I don't know, maybe some people. (laughs) Overseas listeners, maybe. Okay. So he's very kind. So he's very kind (laughs) to you. Hit us. Hit us. What's what's going on here? Number one, numero uno, uh, Uber Eats is your best friend. Uh, So to stay out of the cold and infectious red zone by ordering your food instead of picking it up yourself uh that's that's yeah pretty much a prime a given you need to be doing that <laughs> um and no company does this better than uber eats and it's literally so easy there's an app uh they have hundreds of restaurants on this app uh, which you just open choose your menu click deliver and you pay accordingly um you've just got to enter your credit card details and uh one of their faithful drivers will pick it up and deliver it straight to unto your door contact free so yeah make sure to leave your driver a tip to thank them for their service yeah make sure to leave them a tip because they're not getting the right money basically mm-hmm. I mean things yeah. are moving in the right direction with that but it is in tantamount to modern slavery mm-hmm. the way these people are yeah honestly are maybe treated, I, wouldn't, so. I wouldn't pick Uber Eats now if I got to revise this survival when did guide. you write this this is this so is kind old. of probably this is ignorant as well this is sort of uh, 2020 it was it about August, a year ago August 2020 yeah fuck man 
ages. Yeah, sorry. Number two is get a gaming, get a gaming console. console. Yep. So try. So don't improve yourself and <laughs> just <laughs> veg out. And no, yeah. I think we learned that it was pretty hard to do a lot of that during quarantine. So um, I, you know, maybe just purchasing a gaming console is a good idea. Is it? Um, yeah. So you can choose one that's specially tailored to your interests. Uh, so like Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch. You know, get an old Xbox, PlayStation 4 maybe. Yeah, there's something for everyone in the gaming world. And you can use code MITCH20 at your EB Games checkout for 20% off selected games. That was back in August, oh, September. Oh, so it doesn't work anymore, that mm. code? That probably won't work anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. my friend has since left. <laughs> and lastly here, you've written, get acquainted with your drinks cabinet, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, okay, I'm talking. Answer? Yeah, sure. I'm talking straight up beers, wine, and maybe even a cheeky cocktail or three. Oh, Mitch! <laughs> if you don't know where to start, uh, there's a lot of great YouTubers who teach you how to make delicious and nutritious cocktail recipes. Some of our picks are the chubby bartender, mischievous mixologist, the mustachioed mixologist, and Brianna the barmaid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you watched those channels on YouTube? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, extensively. When you're when you're in quarantine, you're going to be looking for something to do. As long as you've got an internet connection, and that's it, basically. <laughs> that should be yeah. number one. Cabinet. Yeah. That should maybe be number one internet yeah. connection. Yeah. All true. right. All I'm right. That's that's been awesome. Thanks so much for that, Mitch. Yeah, Sydney Mitch. quarantine survival guide. Appreciate no it. Thanks for having me. Now we asked you at the top of the show. We want to uh, uh, save the letter Z or Z, mm. whatever. Um, basically, it's going to be outlawed by 2022 if we don't start using it more by the Oxford Britannic Oxford Dictionary. Um, so we've, well, Mitch, you've actually come up with one in the studio. Yeah. Um, well, just to sort of, um, I guess, embody what I've been feeling lately, um, Zad. Oh. Yeah. What's um, that? So it's like a, it's kind of like when you're sad, but it's deeper than that. Um, it's like really in, for like intense stuff or like after you know after some pretty heavy events and stuff yeah um, so I don't know so like kind of like a piano falling on your heart Aww. kind of feeling Whoa. oh oh no That's, are you okay Mitch I mean I think I'll get by but yeah I'm feeling pretty sad at the moment <laughs> you're feeling pretty sad yeah. you're crashing from that molly yeah uh, um, what about some other more here Sophie what are some other ones here um, Z words Azoft Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's meant to mean less than soft. Mm-hmm. I think oh, I don't know. Um, Zyman. Yeah, so that's Zyman. a cool word. And razor, but not spelled like a normal razor. Razor ending with er. Cool. It's oh, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. What about paparazzi? That's already oh, a word, right. isn't it? Yeah, but we can use it more. Okay. Um, pastizzi. Pastizzi. Oh. oh, I love those. I love yeah. those. Hey, you know what? I'm going to go get one of those for lunch today. Hey, it's been such a wonderful thing hanging out with you. Um, Mitchell, JC, thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be here. Um, thank you, Sophie Gordon. You're welcome. You're so welcome. And thank you, Bernie Bolgi. We'll probably maybe never get to that John Wick special, but uh, <laughs> thanks for the uh, tenacity nonetheless. Mm. Uh, my name is Robbie Armfield. You've been listening to Robbie's Modern Life. You can listen back on any podcasting outlet. Uh, we appreciate your company. And uh, we hope that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Going to leave you with a song here by Depeche Mode. Oh. It's called Shame. Ciao. Bye. Stick around Bye. if you want. Thank you. I'm depressed. It's okay. <laughs> relax, relax. Maybe just have a drink or something tonight. Yeah. Do you ever get that feeling when the guilt begins to hurt? Seeing all the children.